Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tiny Mike Podcast with Lavish Jewels. I am Lavish Jewels, and today, this is going to be a little Tiny Mike tidbit, where it's essentially a shorter episode with just me, no guests. Look forward to future episodes with guests, and right now, and throughout this episode, I recorded this through my headphones headset, which isn't awful but it also feels a little weird like there's a little hum in the background so I apologize if that bothers you uh I like I said I say in the beginning of this episode that I've been having technical difficulties recording all day and not even just that day it was all week so bear with me through that and listen to me talk about my childhood anime and how that has influenced the anime that I watch and consume today and how that makes me feel so yeah sit back relax or you know get some chores done listen to this episode of just me talking about some anime enjoy all right i have to calm myself down i've had so many technical difficulties today and it's so unacceptable. I'm not going to scream lemon grab unacceptable right now as much as I want to, but it's much too loud. And I know some people listen to, listen to podcasts with headphones on in their ears. I don't very often because I usually do the shorts at the same time, but I- imagine lemon grab from Adventure Time screaming unacceptable at the amount, just the sheer amount of technical difficulties I have had today. Yeah, honestly, even in the last week, I'm discovering just, it's mostly sound issues. It's not fun. Really just finding things that are just not recorded. Just hours upon hours worth of things. <sighs> so I'm going to be doing some troubleshooting on that front soon. <laughs> but anyways, let's get into this episode. Today... I'm going to try to keep it brief, but we'll see. I'm going to do a brief history of my like time slash love of anime within the anime community. So let's start at the beginning. I started watching anime very young and like I think I'm pretty sure I saw Speed Racer before I knew it was an anime, you know? Like, my first anime that I really realized... I mean, I guess I didn't even think of it as an anime. I just thought of it as, like, as a cartoon. I think I was, like, five or six. And I started watching Pokemon. And I was so enthralled with that show. Like, so enthralled. Like, sitting way too close to the big tube um, wood panel TV on the floor. Because it was so big and heavy. Ugh. Man, those giant TVs. <laughs> so, Yeah. Definitely started that on WB Kids as a child, as a young toddler, and I loved it. And I still love Pokemon. I really like the games. I feel like honestly, in the last well, couple of years, the last Pokemon game that I played was Soul Silver, and I haven't even finished that. <laughs> so yeah, I still love it. And there was a point where. Hmm, where I realized that Pokemon is very much like, it's very much like, um, well, I 
think I saw them do it with Yu-Gi-Oh! Fast. They're like Yu-Gi-Oh! and... Hmm. What else am I thinking of? Yu-Gi-Oh! and something else. Something that was very... Oh, Sesame Street. That it was... Oh, excuse me. Okay. That was very much something that's supposed to continue on for kids, for new generations, while introducing like new things continuously, but essentially staying the same. So kids generally between the ages of I guess <laughs> like six to maybe twelve can get into Pokemon and like into that franchise and whatnot the games continued on to be slightly different where some of the the protagonists throughout were like teenagers they seem more like teenagers than 10 year olds you know but they're always just called kids so it's not yeah the games I guess like are still easier to like continue on as an adult but I just don't have time as an adult you know so that goes into most video games, but I'll do video games in another episode, probably. That one would probably be much, much shorter. I don't know. So yeah, I started with Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was Cardcaptors. Cardcaptors, Cardcaptor Sakura came later. Hmm, definitely did some Metabots. But because Pokemon was so big, that brought in Digimon. And the way Pokemon has waned for me throughout my life, even though I still love it, it's one of my big loves, draws for anime that I've continually like, that I continually go to. Like, I don't watch it, but I still cite it as like an anime that I love. Because I do, and I like, I love the original, I'm so nostalgic for it, like the movies, oh my God. <sighs> start playing Brother My Brother and I'm just gonna start bawling. But Digimon, unlike Pokemon, has definitely evolved. Like, even though, like, each season mostly has focused on a new generation of kids, that's the thing, though. It's a new generation of kids. And usually they're, like, slightly older than the original set of kids that started in Digimon, like, original Digimon Adventure 01. And even those kids, actually, if, you, if you're caught up to Digimon, you know that those kids have aged. Even in Digimon Adventure 02, they're like, I wanna say like they're like in high school, maybe college, and then they show them as adults at the end of Adventure 02. Uh, slight spoilers, but I mean, I'm not gonna go into the details about that. And then there came Digimon, well, Digimon, uh, well, yeah, our war game, when they're a little bit older and remember the name of the other Digimon movie well, in America it was all put together like there were three Digimon movies that were put together as one movie I didn't even realize it because so much of the style was the same that's because they say had the same uh, key animators essentially so yeah Digimon has continually evolved and like aged and you will if you haven't caught, caught up or like stayed up with Digimon there are like nine series so far and I think I'm not counting the new Digimon Adventure 2020, which I'm not fully caught up on, but I'm keeping up with it mostly, and I'm 
I, I, it's honestly more the nostalgic feels because I want to see what they're doing different and they are doing some good things differently. They're not trying to like, I guess, squeeze it, squeeze the con- as much content as I can for episodes, you know? So it's still very refreshing. And I'm going to do a whole, I guess, mm, first thoughts and I guess overall opinions whenever the season ends. Because it can be hard to do that from, from like the first three episodes specifically with this new 2021 but uh where do I go from there so like I was still very much into cartoon and anime and I think maybe it was when Cardcaptor Sakura came like we didn't talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh being an anime until like middle school because it was still going on and we were very much I say we like my classmates at the time we were very much enthralled with the card game. Not as so much as Pokemon, they're just more for collecting because it was kind of confusing to play it. And I feel like they changed the rules a lot, but it, it was different with Yu-Gi-Oh because the card game was very much a part of the show, whereas Pokemon, it was very much not. So it was easier to relate to the action with the video games. But yeah, I feel like I didn't really know that anime was different from cartoons until I started watching card captors and yeah and even as a kid like I watched Sailor Moon and I was like oh it's such a great cartoon because again I thought it was a cartoon and it was also so heavily edited <laughs> you're like re-watching stuff now like even re-watching or watching Crystal so I didn't watch it when it originally aired I was like man I feel like there was a lot of stuff they took out but even Crystal is like cut down from the original Sailor Moon which I still really like I, I don't love it because I feel like they're cutting out certain developments but they're keeping like core things that are really important where it's like you get the gist of it you know like you get it and I'm like okay yeah 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 so yeah it really that stuff because it really focused more on like a core group of characters unlike cartoons that had these big cast of characters that would just get into like wacky things they would end up focusing more on like plot driven things characters having goals that would last more than a single episode or a goal that would get them through that episode but would tie into the overarching plot of the goal that they needed for the whole show or that season you know so yeah and as much as i loved card captor sakura and sailor moon i I don't know. I feel there was something about, I don't know. I mean, Cardcaptor Sakura didn't, it kind of did, like, fall into, what's well, definitely shoujo, but, like, fall into that thing where the girl always has to be cute and pretty and fall in love with someone because I was very much not interested in that kind of stuff. Not until I was, like, a teenager, but even then I was like, huh, that could be interesting if it played into things. And with Cardcaptor Sakura, it definitely did slash does. I haven't seen Clear Card, but... I'll get I'll get to that one um so it was it was interesting like and was like Tokyo Mew Mew and there's another word or another name for it that I can't think of the Japanese title Mew Mew Power I can't remember but yeah like lots of those girly animes that people would assume that I should be watching I was not as into I even watched Slayers like early in high school and I really like that as well I love I don't know, not just like the subverting of expectations, 
but just letting girls do more than just be cute and pretty and not actually fight and <laughs> yeah and just like not like fall in love constantly and like have that be their main anchor for so many things that's the one thing that gets on my nerves with sailor moon where she just like falls apart when like her love is taken away or something and even him he still does like absolutely nothing <laughs> but yeah and I don't know maybe it's just like nostalgia for it because I haven't finished it because I was kind of getting on my nerves re-watching Crystal so overall well I mean before that I didn't fully understand my love of shonen over shoujo until Toonami happened and that brought Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball freaking Roni Kenshin freaking uh well Samurai Jack was already a thing but then they ended up putting Samurai Jack on Toonami and Cowboy Bebop and Trigun and Outlaw Star and even Witch Hunter Robin which is really interesting and Ghost in the Shell oh my goodness oh my goodness did I say Cowboy Bebop I think I did and that kind of anime really stuck with me I think they had Helsing for a while too but that kind of stuff where the action wasn't mindless even though like I liked Gundam there were some bits in Gundam where I'm like do they really need to fight right now like G Gundam is so much action but there is some plot there and it's really interesting and it's funny but then was it Gundam Wing got real deep and I was like what is going on with these politics as a kid there was a lot to take in you know but Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z really solidified my love of action adventure shows. Dragon Ball Z kind of waned there a bit with the long episodes that were just being squeezed out for content, you know, where literally nothing happens. There's just a whole conversation throughout an episode and like a flashback and then nothing. But it still, it still instilled in me that characters can be complex or shallow or or like serve more than a singular purpose even though Goku kind of serves that because he's not the greatest dad <laughs> and I feel like I haven't seen Dragon Ball Super but it seems like they don't fully embrace him having a lineage which is something that I really want but that's something that has made me fall off of Dragon Ball Z but Stuff like that in Roroni Kenshin, and even Trigun, where the protagonist is more than just a killing machine or a fighting machine, you know? Like, as much as I like this with the North Star, I'm like, man, this is just like a fight and then he leaves. <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. But, I mean, even in Fist of the North, Fist of the North Star, that's still a man with a purpose, a man with a plan who's going somewhere. And that kind of stuff was just so much more interesting to me than this zany wackiness that doesn't have any full continuity, really. Even though I still love cartoons like Powerpuff Girls and Flintstones and Duxer's Lab and Jetsons and things like that. And Scooby-Doo. I still love Scooby-Doo. Even, actually I actually haven't seen the new uh, cartoons, but I'm sure they're good. There's something. <laughs> There's something, I'm sure. So yeah, and then I was just able to find even more variety from there and it was a really big even still is a really big anchor in my life to hmm 
not not even like give me like idealized like idealized views of people and whatnot but just a really interesting way to, to tell stories I think I've always been a very bookish person was always into books as a kid because I didn't have lots of close friends and whatnot so being able to find anime and even like read manga and like read a bunch of books and things like that have been such an integral part of my life and even like lots of them especially even magical girl shows or even lots of good shonen like specifically Roroni Kenshin when I think about it like you know like treat people the way you want to be treated that's always been a big motto in my life it's something that I do my best to live by and there are lots of shows that go through that that solidify that kind of thing they're like oh well I'm not gonna do this to them because they wouldn't do that to me and I would say I'm saving their life because they saved my life or they would do the same for me and even other shows that get into more philosophical things here and there it really makes you think so it just kind of expanded my mind as a kid so yeah it's hard to I guess quantify not just the amount of anime that I've watched because I feel like I haven't updated my anime list with everything 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 that I've watched because that would just take years but I haven't um you can find me on my anime list uh and my name on there is Jelly Jewels and it's a cute picture of me as Ed from Cowboy Bebop cute I know so yeah and hmm I feel like hmm Hmm. 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 <laughs> I just keep coming. I think, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like I do want to say that my favorite genre is shonen, but there are definitely some shonen that I'm not super into, and I know some people are going to hate that, but it's true because if, the, if a character isn't deep enough or grounding enough that I can appreciate them, that I yeah and I'm just like relate to them but like them and if the overall story and plot isn't as entertaining to me or I'm just like invested in it I'm like yeah 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 like I really believe in this character and I really believe in what they're going for I'm really I really want to back their goal you know then it's not going to be for me like I love Gurren Lagann and I've watched it and rewatched it but I have been slogging and I, I, I essentially dropped it. <laughs> been like slogging through Kill a Kill. And yeah, I essentially dropped it because it was really not for me. And I know a lot of people love it and that's fine. And I'm like, go for it. Yeah. But it was not for me. Like I wanted to like Ryoko and all the side characters. Oh, I can't remember the, the girl's name, but she was cute until she got annoying and like her family got annoying. I was like, man, I, I, I am struggling to find one person to like besides the professor who was like always naked and he had some other plot which is interesting I'm like I want more of him <laughs> I want more of like what's what's going on with him and it was like slowly being revealed and I'm like okay but this other stuff I'm not about like these angry girls with their eyebrows and it's it's funny because it seems like something that I would really like girls fighting for a purpose like real girl out for revenge and they're the other girls out for to be the best I guess and just crush her enemies while instilling purpose into her student council 
I guess, even though it's technically still for bad, because they're still, like, fucking people up. <laughs> and I don't know, like, yeah, like, Ryoko isn't nearly a compelling enough character for me. And, like, I like the suit more than I like her. <laughs> and, like, even him, he doesn't get enough screen time, and I'm just like... <sighs> and then I, I still haven't seen if the other girl's suit is sentient to have a personality. And I'm just like... It, it just seems like such a slog to get through. So I've dropped it. If someone wants to convince me to keep watching it, maybe I will. But mm, it's not for me. And same thing with something like uh, Naruto. Because I started reading that before it became an anime. And I guess I dropped the manga the same time I dropped the anime. Because there was not enough of the manga out for there to even be an anime. And I was like, this is not going to end well. I know there's going to be a bunch of filler that's going to happen because there's not enough anime material or, yeah, manga material here for the anime. And that is exactly what happened. And I it's I liked Naruto more <laughs> in the manga. And not, not just because, like, he was subtle. Because he wasn't subtle, which is fine. But he was also so loud in the anime. And I'm like, uh, I don't like loud screaming characters. And that falls into... I guess Ryoko, because she's loud and screaming all the time. And with uh, Asta from Black Clover, just loud and screaming in all those clips. Like, I, I saw lots of reviews and clips about it. They're like, maybe it'll get good, but you got to get past all the screaming first. And I'm like, I don't need all that kind of screaming in my life. So I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> and yeah, like even, and even some that I've fully seen and I feel like maybe I need to rewatch now that I'm older have been like very I don't want to say polarizing but there are definitely some people in the community that feel that way um, about yes like even like fairy tale none of the characters were particularly awful or annoying but I mean I thought Lucy was the main char character but it seemed like um, what's like his name something Dragneel like he's the main character and I'm like oh that's boring <laughs> and yeah and I it was like after like this the first season I could tell that it was going to be this really long running series and I did not want to get into a long running series especially if who I thought was going to be the main character wasn't going to be the main character and all of her character development got dropped I was like oh are the, when are they going to bring this back up I was like you know what I'm just going to start watching something else because <laughs> I know this is going to be like eight ten seasons with 24 episodes each if not more or something so I was like I'm not gonna get into this and it's not even like the art style was hard or anything to get get into like I've seen it in Zatch Bell and, and something else and I like Zatch Bell more it was really interesting because the characters were not even just flawed but learning and growing not in a super quick way but like learning and growing through the people around them the characters in fairy tales seem like they would be static until about the third season and that I don't have the time. <laughs> I don't have the time. And now that's 2020 and we're quarantining and all that stuff. I guess I do have the time, but I'm not interested. I'm just not. And there are definitely, and it also, it's also a thing because I've been in, into anime and manga for so long that I feel not even as part of the anime community that I want to be more involved, but getting into fandoms is a lot it's a lot because then you end up getting into these arguments with people about who they ship and whatnot or who their favorite character is or even just like their favorite shows and I definitely met some great people who can be like 
yeah, that's cool if you don't like that. That's fine. I love it. I'm like, cool, that's cool. And they're like, you're not going to be mad at me because I love it. I'm like, why would I be mad at you for loving something? That would be crazy. I'm not going to try to change your opinion. That's dumb. <laughs> that's a waste of time, you know? As long as you're not trying to tell me that my favorite show is shit, then I think we'll be fine, you know? But it, it could be a really polarizing thing, I guess, because... A lot of times, like even now, I feel like, well, I mean, I guess in the past, going to conventions was a really hard thing because I had such a hard time finding where I fit in because it's just hard. It's just a hard, it's a hard place to find. And now I'm coming to the point where I just want to put, or I guess make a place for myself, put myself in a place where I belong, not to be the center of attention, but just to find other people that feel the same or in a similar way to me. And it's not just that we agree, but we can get along and have good conversations and have fun and be friendly. Because there's always either so much discourse or just silence. There are a lot of people that I know locally in my hometown who like anime. And it's really hard, to, it's not really hard to have a conversation with them, but it's just the conversation isn't there. And either it's because I'm watching too much anime that they're not watching, or they know very little, which isn't a bad thing. But I mean, I don't want to accidentally spoil something for someone or, or, or accidentally give up some like air of superiority because I've seen so much anime. And that's a thing that people do as well, which I really do not like. It doesn't matter how much anime you've seen, it matters if you like it, you know? It matters if you are enjoying it and it's matter it matters if you want to share that and be able to like talk about it so that's one of the reasons why I want to put my feelings about anime into this podcast and onto YouTube in one way or another because it's hard I guess like with my experiences online talking to people about anime and not being able to find the places where I belong at conventions or in real life and yeah I just think that's just the kind of thing that I need and yeah I think that'll be it for this one I think I'm going to attach a video about some of my favorite anime growing up like my top five then and my top five now well that's gonna be hard to put together <laughs> but we'll see how it goes you can find me at Lavish Jewels on YouTube, Looking Lavish Jewels on Instagram, Kofi.com slash Lavish Jewels, and Patreon.com slash Lavish Jewels if you're interested in leaving me a tip. If you're like, get good kid, or like, watch better anime or something, you could definitely leave that comment wherever you can. And yeah. You can also find me or find my anime list. Look at the anime that I've seen mostly because it's a long list. Just trying to remember everything that I've seen since I was six, you know. Um, my anime list, just look me up at Jelly Jewels, one word, capital J E L L Y, capital J U L E S. And it's a picture of me cosplaying as Ed from Cowboy Bebop. Check that out. I hope you enjoyed this. Stay sparkly. Bye.